Hi, I'm Lynn, and I'm your host of the Living Large in a Small House podcast. Thank you so much for being here, and I hope you enjoy this new episode. Hi, everyone, and thank you so much for coming back and listening to my little podcast. I'm Lynn Vogler, the host of Living Large Podcast, and I just wanted to jump on here and just have a little chat with you about something that's been on my mind a lot lately. When I'm in my car, I think about all kinds of things. It's like a little mental health check that I have with myself. Don't even ask me why. I don't know. I really um, don't enjoy listening to music, and I quit listening to the news back in 2020. So it's just me and my thoughts. And occasionally I, I do listen to podcasts, and the ones that I listen to always get me thinking. Um, in December, I drove to Iowa and back by myself for my niece's shower, so I was in my car alone for about mm, a total six or seven hours. I've taken several, several trips to Chicago where my daughter Emma lives, and even though it's only about 35 miles from our house with traffic, it takes me a little bit more than an hour to get there, sometimes even more. So that's more alone time I have in my car. And then we drove to Dallas to help our other daughter um, put in a new kitchen. And while I wasn't by myself, I still have a, had a lot of time um, for just quiet time and for thinking time. And needless to say... I've been thinking about how content I am with my life. And it's something that has just struck me lately that I've never had these, I never get the feeling of like, thank God it's Friday. In fact, I'm anxious for Mondays because I'm just so kind of excited to get back into my routine and back into the things that I love. And the reality is I have to check in some days with myself to even see what day it is. And what a cool feeling that is to just not be kind of focused by the day or stressed by the day. I don't know why it's taken me all of these years to finally feel this peacefulness. And it's, it's really interesting to me. And I've been thinking about it a lot lately. I believe it's a combination of things. First and foremost, of course, is that I'm no longer in the mess of kids anymore, where their needs and their schedules seem to come first. And there's just so much going on when you have children at home that you're taking care of, that you have to be feeding, that you have to be making sure that you have make lunches for them. And you know, all my kids were involved in activities, and there just seemed like there was a, so much going on. And another thing that is really important to me is um, to keep things orderly and to keep things neat and clean. And that just really was almost an impossibility in that phase of my life and that season of my life. And another thing is I'm no longer working at a job that I hate. And the only thing that was keeping me there was the security of a paycheck and health insurance. But I was not happy. I was the most unhappy and, quite frankly, the most unwell that I've ever been in my life. And I'm sure it had a lot to do with 
my state of mind, my stress level, those kind of things. But now I'm finally able to do what I love every single day. And I, I just kind of wish that my back and my knees were more cooperative with everything that I want to do. It's unfortunate that I, I'm, I'm finally able to do the things I want to do. And I am the only thing I wish for from my past was my 35 year old body um, being more cooperative and helping me do all the things that I want to get done. I wake up in the morning and I have 30, 40 things on my list that I'm sure I'm going to accomplish and I'm sure I'm going to get through. And reality is I, I maybe only get a couple of those things done. But again, I'm still doing what I like to do. And none of this would have been possible without COVID. And as devastating as COVID was and as scary as COVID um, still is, actually, my job got eliminated and I just had to figure things out. And life just has a funny way of working things out. And I also got very lucky when I lost my job. I had worked at a company for long enough that I got a very generous severance package and they continued to cover my insurance for quite some time. And I do realize that most people weren't that lucky and what a fortunate situation it kind of put me in. And the good that came out of that is that it kind of forced me to figure out what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. And it, and it offered me the opportunity to have the time to do that. And now I'm doing all the things that I've always loved. And it's become work that I do all week long. The big bonus now is that I do get paid for it. And I certainly don't make the kind of money that I was making but last year I was making nothing, and who knows what next year will be like. I wanted to share with you some of the fun things that I've been up to and some of the things that have just made my heart happy and have probably contributed to this place of peacefulness that I'm currently at. I started a new collaboration with three other bloggers, and it's called The Virtual Book Club, and monthly, we will be bringing to you a home decor inspired post on the fourth Thursday of each month. And then on the following Saturday, we will have a culinary treat. And both of these posts will be based on the inspiration of what we get out of our monthly book club choice. This past month, our book was Murder on the Orient Express. And I have to tell you, I had such a good time researching information about the train, the era, the book. Um, it was just, it was fascinating for me. And next month, our book selection is Emma by Jane Austen. So I'm already diving in to research on England during the 1900s. It feels a little bit like I'm going back to school and I'm just having a blast learning new things things and just really stretching my creative muscle. Another thing that's been going on here at this small house is it's the time of year when all the seed catalogs come and I get so excited about starting to plan my garden and I'm definitely doing that and we are old school about it. Handy and I, we get out the graph paper and we make drawings and we move things around 
The past two summers, we've had weddings, and I felt like I just couldn't keep up with my gardens. So I'm really looking forward to this year that hopefully we will have a much more relaxing summer, and I'm really going to get um, my hands in the dirt and do all the things that kind of had been not necessarily neglected, but just the time, there just wasn't enough time to do exactly what I wanted to do. And if you guys follow me, on my blog, you know that I do love to cook. Now I get to experiment with food and share some of those things that I've been feeding my family for years with you. The hardest part of sharing my recipes on my blog is that I typically don't measure anything when I cook. I'm, I'm a, a scratch cooker and I just kind of know what tastes, things taste good together. And I just make up things, but I don't necessarily measure them. So I'm having to figure out measurements to provide you with a recipe on my blog. So this year, my plan is to, and if you've ever followed Jennifer Garner on Instagram, she has this thing called the Pretend Cooking Show. Well, I want to have my own Pretend Cooking Show and film myself cooking so that you can cook right along with me and I'm going to put it on YouTube. And just saying that out loud is what I really need to do to be accountable because I've wanted to do this for a long time, but I just haven't got there. And I think saying it makes it more real and I'm going to start doing that. Um, the first thing I have to do is figure out the logistics of this because when we remodeled our kitchen, I certainly was not thinking about filming myself cooking. It was the furthest thing from my mind. If I had known that when I did my kitchen, I would have done things completely different. Um, but that being said, I think that if I get creative, um, I can make it happen by using different parts of my kitchen for different things. And I also now have several cameras so I can set them up at different angles to capture both my food prep and then the actual cooking. And I think it'll be fun to see me cooking, especially people who aren't as confident in the kitchen. Because unlike baking, which I'm a horrible baker, I can't bake at all. And probably because I don't measure and I don't like to measure. In baking, you have to be precise for things to turn out. So I'm not a good baker. But cooking, you don't need to be precise. And I know that when I see someone who's doing something, it makes much more sense to me than trying to interpret written directions. So I'm hoping that's the case with cooking, that people will be able to watch me and things will make much more sense, especially if they have a recipe in front of them and then they watch me prepare it. It just seems like it would work hand in hand much better. And another thing that's happening right now is that many of my blog readers are organizing with me. I have a 30-day cleaning and organizing challenge um, every February. I, have, I think this is my third year. We've even added September to um, our challenge because a lot of people, after summertime is over, kids go back to school, they're ready to get things back in order before the holidays come and Things are a little bit chaotic again. So anyway, I'm organizing in February, and I organize right along with everybody. And I've challenged myself to get a handle on something that I've been really bad about 
all of my life, and that is household paperwork and paperwork organization. Other than the things that I need for visual reference, because I'm a very visual person, I don't know that there's a, a need to keep really anything. I mean, everything is online. I have a whole drawer that is nothing but manuals and instructions for things that I guarantee half of them we don't even own anymore or don't even work. So all of that stuff is getting pitched. And I had bought a scanner years ago, and I haven't even hooked it up to my computer. So now is the time to scan those things that I do truly need to keep and save it virtually into the cloud. There's no reason for me to have that piece of paper taking up valuable real estate when you live in a small house. In fact, there's no reason for it to be taking up valuable real estate no matter what size your house is. Um, to me, it, clutter just causes clutter in my brain. And to have everything in one place, not in 10 different places where I'm not even sure where it is, just makes so much more sense to me. So I've got just about everything that is, quote, paperwork in our home on my dining room table. And I'm going to tackle that in the month of February. And since much of my house is pretty organized, the paperwork is going to be my big, big hurdle. And along with that, I am creating like a command station by our front door, which is another little cabinet that's kind of been my dirty little secret. It houses a lot of things that nobody ever even looks at or needs. So I'm getting rid of all of it, and it's going to be the place where we can deal with everything immediately when it comes in the front door. Any kind of mail, any kind of receipts. Any kind, just any kind of paperwork that comes in the front door. It's going to go through the command station in, a, in an orderly way so that it, it either gets scanned, it gets saved if it's really that important, or it gets thrown away. And I'm going to be doing a blog post about this. It's probably going to be a multi-part post on how to pretty much go paperless. That's, that's my goal. And I'm actually really excited about this task to be checked off my list. And I know that I'm going to feel really good about my new system. Um, and once, when I feel good about a system, I keep it up because I don't ever want to go back to the clutter, the chaos, and the mess ever again. So what I've done is I've bought four, four brand new binders. And it's my goal to get what I need to have in actual paper down to those four binders. If anyone knows of some great apps or programs for this, please drop me a quick email and let me know. Because I would like to try a few different things out, see how things work, how they work best for me, and even share with all of you like the pros and the cons of this system versus this system. Because I think depending on what your life looks like. One thing might be better for you than it is for me and vice versa. So if there's something that you've been looking at that you've been thinking of, shoot me a quick email. All my information is in the show notes and I will absolutely take a look at it because I really, this is my new little passion project that I'm working on. So anyway, friends, 
that's where I am today. I've always loved to be at home and make my house a place that is like a giant hug. However, in our case, it's actually like a cozy little hug. So on that note, I'm going to sign off with this quick little update from the Living Large podcast. Make sure you join me next week when I talk with a fellow lover of organizing. Donna Allen from An Organized Season is going to be on, and we're going to chat about everything organizing in our homes. You're really going to enjoy it. We're going to really dig deep, and it's going to be um, one of my usual 30 to 45-minute podcasts about home organizing. So I will talk to you again next week, and bye for now. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Living Large Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite platform so you'll be reminded when there's a new episode. Your positive likes and ratings and reviews are always appreciated as they will help this podcast to grow. You can find all the ways to follow Living Large in a Small House in the show notes. Thank you.